Hey, what's going on, Internet? You're listening to the Free Cheese and Hot Sauce pregame show, a multiple sources podcast. Uh, very first one of the year. I guess not technically. I did do one for the preseason, but that one was not as significant as this one because this one, huge game for the opener, Bulls versus Cavs, Tuesday, October 27th at 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, it's going to be on TNT if you're trying to watch that uh, you know, on TV and not through one of your crazy internet streams. Uh, obviously a pretty big game, season opener, semifinals rematch. Uh, the Bulls lost to the Cavs 4-2 to last year, I believe. That series had some great games. It had the uh, the Rose winner, the LeBron game winner. I mean, that was really, aside from that last game, which was horribly ugly, it was a really good series. So, you know, even with the result, at least the Bulls were somewhat competitive with the Cavs, which really no one else was, um, at least in the Eastern Conference. Uh, starting lineups real quick, Rose, Butler, Snell, Nico, and Gasol. Um, going to talk about those a little bit in a minute, but for the Cavs, we've got Mo Williams, J.R. Smith, LeBron James, Kevin Love, and Timofey Mozgov. Uh, injuries real quick, too. Uh, Rose is in with his broken orbital. He's playing with uh, no restrictions. I believe that came out just a little bit ago. So that's cool. He won't be on any kind of like minute limit or anything like that. So we'll see unabridged Derrick Rose, which we haven't gotten since. Uh, it's really kind of hard to say. I mean, he was always sort of on a minute limit last year, even in the playoffs, because he was coming off an injury. So really hard to judge. It's exciting, though, because he looked pretty, pretty good against Dallas. Uh, and then obviously Mike Dunleavy Jr. is out after offseason back surgery. He won't be back until December, maybe January, I don't think. Um, I guess maybe November towards the end, but I doubt it. Uh, injuries for the Cavs, they're actually a little bit banged up at the moment. LeBron James didn't play really much in the preseason. He is in after receiving injections in his back. I don't really know what that means, but that's what the article said, so... His back injections apparently not holding him back, but hey, see what I did. Um, so he's in, but big name Kyrie Irving, he is out. He's actually going to be out till January. Um, I'm sure you already know that, though. Uh, that is really a huge blow for them because that leaves their guard rotation kind of shorthanded. And that is also not helped by the fact, by the fact that Iman Shumpert is out until January about as well. Uh, so that's no good for them. That's why their starting lineup doesn't look quite as menacing as it could be. But when they're healthy, that's a really tough-to-beat lineup, especially with Shumpert's uh, sort of 3-and-D development. He was never all that great of a shooter for the Knicks. He was really more of a defender. But last year he came along quite nicely. So sort of sucks for them that they don't have him today. Or I guess tomorrow. Today when you're listening to it. <laughs> Look at me adapting. Um, so yeah, like I said, this should be actually a really good game. There's lots of reasons to be excited if you're a Bulls fan. Uh, Tom Thibodeau is gone, which, you know, whatever your opinion on that is what it's going to be. But now we've got this Fred Hoiberg character. He's pretty exciting. We were putting up a lot of threes. Very fast-paced offense. Uh, seems to sit our... Seems to sit, seems to suit our guys pretty nicely. Um, especially, I'm going to probably talk mostly about the Dallas game just because that actually featured our starting lineup, which I think so far has been the only game where we've done that. Yeah, it must have been because that's the only game Rose played. Um, 
Speaking of Rose, he looked really good against Dallas. He only played about 10 minutes, but he scored eight points. I think had two assists. Um, but really, that wouldn't show with the way he was passing, the way he was getting out in transition. Um, he was attacking the basket, which you really like to see with Derrick Rose. And he was actually converting those chances, which he wouldn't do a lot of times last year. So it was nice to see him come out and get straight into a rhythm. Um, obviously, that might be a little different since he was coming off the bench, but I imagine it'll look pretty similar. I mean, if the rumors are true and Derrick Rose is truly healthy, I mean, that's something he would do quite a bit, um, especially in his MVP season. He would just come out and look to get his shot going early uh, just because he's the sort of guy who he kind of is a volume shooter without being an especially great jump shooter. Um, He does need to get into a rhythm, I think, to be effective as a scorer, and it'll be nice to see if he can come out and actually get going early on in the first quarter because I mean he would have these great fourth quarter performances a lot and I just feel like it was more a thing of putting together a complete game for Derrick Rose sort of the stamina thing we've talked about a lot so hopefully we'll be able to see him uh you know play with a lot of consistency throughout the game and he definitely has the matchups for it uh Mo Williams obviously is a little bit older than he was when he was an all-star but he's I mean, he's a veteran point guard. He won't give up anything too easily for Rose, but he's also not an especially difficult matchup by um, by any means for a guy with Rose's athleticism. And then Della Vadova off the bench, who I imagine they'll be splitting the minutes somewhat just because Della Vadova did play rather well against the Bulls' uh, last playoffs, and he had that short bit of games in the finals where he was good, but he was also pretty bad at times in the finals, so... Really interesting to see how uh, Cleveland's guard rotation is going to shape up because normally they'd have J.R. Smith coming off the bench and sort of being that spark plug kind of guy, which I think is a great role for him. Um, But with him being forced to move up into the starting lineup, at least I assume that's what they're going to do. I don't see many other options for them. I mean, they've got, behind J.R. Smith, they've got Richard Jefferson and who else? They've got... (laughs) James Jones, yeah, so neither one of those guys is especially young, and neither of those guys is going to do a whole lot for you with the ball in their hands, so it's going to be, like I said, kind of interesting to see what happens when LeBron does have to come out of the game, because he often is, I mean, even when Kyrie's in, he's kind of the primary ball handler, just because he is such a good playmaker, and he, um, he's... His passing, I think, is one of the best parts of his game. I mean, just especially in transition, which is where the Cavs get a lot of their threes, I've noticed, at least in the games I've watched. Maybe some of the more advanced stats people will tell you differently, but LeBron James does a lot for the Cavs with the ball in his hands, and when he isn't in the game, which I imagine... I mean, yeah, it's the first game of the season, so you don't think they'll be trying to rest him, but he is also coming off some sort of back issue, I I don't understand that completely, but it's not like I can see them putting him out there for 40 minutes, you know. It's more of a, I don't know, it's just really interesting what they're going to do with their bench because the Bulls bench guys actually looked pretty good in the preseason. I mean, Etwan Moore and Brooks were all right. Um, You know, I thought Moore developed quite a bit as a playmaker. Uh, I really thought he was more of a two-guard last season, and I still think he does play better off the ball. Uh, with Rose actually playing, though, I imagine we'll get to see him do that. Uh, Doug McDermott was really the big standout for the Bulls off the bench. Um, 
at least outside of Joachim and Taj. Um, but those guys are sort of staples. There's not a whole lot to say about them. I mean, if they're healthy, you know what you're getting from those two. But Doug McDermott is sort of a big X factor for our team because he seems really comfortable with that bench scoring role. And um, we've seen him take and make big shots. I mean, he had a game winner in the preseason, admittedly. But still, it takes a certain mentality to be able to do that. Um, and he also had a great preseason and offseason overall. I mean, in summer league, he looked great too. Um, he looks much more aggressive as a scorer. He's getting his shots um, not just at the three-point line where he was a lot of times last season. He was just sort of a spot-up shooter in Thibodeau's offense. But now he's getting the ball off screens. He's catching the ball where he can go straight into a dribble. I mean, he's a good post-up player, and he's decent enough driving, but... He's not just a straight-up shooter. He is a shot creator. He's just not especially quick about it. Um, And then, obviously, I already mentioned kind of Joe and Taj. That's a really interesting combo off the bench. Um, And hopefully those two, they should be able to neutralize Tristan Thompson's rebounding, who is – he's playing, by the way. After that whole contract debacle, he got an absurd amount of money for being an average power forward in the league. But that's a conversation for another day. I'm hoping that with those two coming out with the second unit that he won't get them as many second-chance opportunities for their, I mean, yeah, less talented bench guys. I mean, it's not like we're expecting Della Vadova and Jefferson and James Jones. I don't even know if those guys will play. Those are just the guys on the depth chart. They don't have a whole lot of depth um, outside of their front court. I mean, they did a decent job of signing... uh, What's his name? Thompson. But with Joe and Taj on the bench, that does bring a lot of scoring to the Bulls' starting lineup. I mean, having Nico and Powell both in can really overextend Levin Mozgov, who, I mean, those two aren't unathletic by any means, but the Bulls should be able to hit the lanes pretty hard if they want to keep Nico and Powell covered. I mean, realistically, anyone on the floor can shoot with the Bulls with this lineup. I mean, we saw in the preseason, Powell put up quite a bit of threes. I don't have the exact number, but it's something that's happened. I mean, we've seen, I think Taj even shot a three, so the spacing for the Bulls should be pretty huge, and with Shumpert out, and not to say that J.R. Smith isn't a competent defender, he's certainly, I mean, he's not a liability, I wouldn't say, but he's definitely not a great defender by any means. Um... It should be pretty easy for Rose and Butler to get to the lane, especially with the guys they have guarding them. Um, I imagine LeBron will take one of those guys. We've seen him guard them both pretty well. But there is only one LeBron James, and it is sort of nice that the Bulls have two guys who can take the ball in their hands and create offense, not just for themselves, but for a lot of guys. I mean, you could talk about how Jimmy Butler didn't look all that great shooting-wise or even defensively at times in the preseason, I think the defense will come along. I mean, we've seen Jimmy Butler play defense at an elite level pretty much his entire career, so I don't see any reason why that would just drop off all of a sudden. But I think his passing and his playmaking were really far better than what they ever were. His handling, too. Um, I mean, he sort of mentioned it in the offseason. He was wants to be a point guard, he said, which people took out of context as they tend to do. Um but it's just it's exciting knowing that it doesn't have to fall on Derrick Rose to create all the offense and that things won't sort of get snag, snagnant. Sure, snagnant, why not? New word. 
when he does eventually get double teamed because that is sort of his game. And uh, if the Cavs are forced to do that, which they very well might with the guys they have on him or even switch LeBron over to him, it'll really open things up for those other guys. So hopefully this should be a pretty high-scoring game for the Bulls. Uh, might also very well be that way for the Cavs. I mean, they do still have Kevin Love and LeBron James, who are two arguably... I mean, LeBron James is probably still the best player in the world. He's definitely in the conversation for it, um, no matter where you stand. Uh, Kevin Love, I mean, he's coming off an injury in sort of a low season after not being the number one guy, but I still think he's a top 20 player in the league. Um, and he's definitely a top 10 scorer in my mind. I mean, big guys who can stretch the floor are huge, and he's also a good rebounder. He he does it all. He's like Monte Ellis in a way. Uh, well, Monte have it all. But still, the Cavs are not going to be easy to stop. And with our, I guess, defensive woes in the preseason, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see this game be very high scoring. Which, this is actually kind of a good segue, look at that, uh, I'm going to jump into some predictions, and I'm actually going to do more predictions than I did last year, uh, just because I thought the predictions were sort of more, they inspired a lot of discussion between the different panelists on the podcast, which uh, it's not as exciting when there's just me debating with me about who's going to be the best, but uh I don't know. Maybe it'll you'll get something out of it. Maybe you'll place some bets on it. Who knows? Uh, speaking of which, the over-under for this game is 199, which I think is a little bit low. I see both of these teams getting over 100 points. So I am obviously going to take the over on there. I expect a ton of offense. Welcome to Hoyball. Uh, for bowl of the game... I'm going to pick Derrick Rose. I think he's going to have a huge game. I think he has the matchups. I think he looked great in that preseason game. Uh, he looks really aggressive. He seems healthy. And this up-tempo offense really should sort of pad his stats. So, um, Especially if he plays like he did against Dallas throughout the course of the game. So I'm expecting him to have a big game. It'll be really nice to see that. Uh, maybe it's being optimistic. Maybe it'll be someone like Powell who could very well be the focal point of our offense. Maybe that's why we have him in. I mean, he's sort of the guy who pulls the defense in for us. It, he sort of makes the whole spacing work. But I'm going to go with Derrick Rose just because, you know, I'm a believer. Hop aboard the Rose train. And another thing we're going to be doing this year, uh, hopefully, if it sticks, if I remember to put it in the notes, I'm sure I'll forget by next episode. But we're going to do bench bowl of the game because it gets sort of repetitive just picking from the starters, and you really don't win games with just your starters. There's got to be someone off the bench who helps you out. And once again, well, I guess not once again. This hasn't happened since the preseason, and no one listened to that one. So for the very first time, Doug McDermott is my bench bowl of the game. Um, I'm thinking the kind of weakness of the Cavs' wings off the bench will really open things up for him and he might just be hot after that game against Dallas and after his good preseason showing like uh another certain buckets themed player on the Bulls from last year Jimmy G against Atlanta this year it was Doug Mick against who was it Dallas I've said it like six times this episode um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Doug McDermott. I think he's due for a big game. He seems to have a pretty big role in the offense. I mean, it's sort of, you know, a 
it's a college offense, and that's where he thrived at Creighton. So hopefully this will his good preseason showing will kind of carry over. And now for the big one, who's gonna win? It you it should come as no surprise. I'm not gonna pick the Cavs in the first game. That's just fucking ludicrous. Uh, I'm saying Bulls win 111-106. I think Derrick Rose drawing double teams at some point, and the up tempo style that the Bulls are gonna be playing with should. I'm just kind of hoping they could just run the Cavs out of the building with that because they are injured. They don't have the most athletic guys in their reserves. So hopefully the Bulls can uh, overcome what I imagine will be pretty bad defense uh, and pull this one out. And I guess that's about it. Wow, I talked for 17 minutes and I still have to go for more. That's going to be something. Um... As always, check out freecheeseandhotsauce.com, reddit.com, r slash Chicago Bulls. That is, you know, pretty much where you're going to find all of our stuff and a bunch of other stuff for the Bulls. Uh, Check out multiplesources.net. We're not quite done setting all that stuff up yet, but it will be very, very soon. Uh, I know we have the Nets site set up pretty well. I know the Knicks guys have already made a podcast, and I'm sure they're working on more. Uh, so a lot of cool stuff coming from that, so be on the lookout for that. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, make us a Wikipedia page. Fuck it, I don't care. And I think that's about it. So, drive home safe to the internet. Beep, beep. <laughs>